On Sunday, a massive earthquake struck in the Pacific Ocean. It was so deep and so far out that it did practically no damage, but it was powerful enough to be considered a superquake. Jesus warned of an increase in the frequency and severity of earthquakes as the world approaches his return, and that's exactly what's happening. But first, here's a word from our producer, Kevin. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. Sunday's magnitude 8.2 earthquake took place in the Pacific Ocean, not far from Fiji. It happened at a depth of 348 miles. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus spoke of earthquakes as one of the signs that would occur prior to his return. He specifically said there would be earthquakes in various places, which, when you think about it, is kind of an odd way to say it. The King James Version says, in diverse places. It's clear that every earthquake will not happen in the same place. So why did he emphasize the diversity of locations? I think it's because they will be in really diverse locations. It means they will be in expected places, but also in unexpected places. Until a few years ago, the state of Oklahoma almost never had an earthquake strong enough to be felt. But that changed dramatically. Most observers believe the Oklahoma earthquakes are a result of the oil extraction technique known as fracking. So they write it off as having nothing to do with the prophecy Jesus gave. But Jesus didn't say why there would be earthquakes in a great variety of places. He just said it would happen. So let's suppose the earthquakes in Oklahoma are a result of fracking. That makes it even more incredible. How did Jesus know about fracking 2,000 years ago? A parallel passage in Luke chapter 21 says there will be great earthquakes in various places. The quake on Sunday night was a great earthquake, but it was in such a diverse place, 350 miles deep, that thankfully, it did no harm. The topic of great earthquakes or superquakes is an interesting one, especially in the 21st century. Even though the first seismograph was invented in 143 AD, there was no universal way of comparing the events until the 20th century. To figure out the power of earthquakes before that, scientists used various methods, including looking at the damage done. Obviously, the further back you go, the more difficult it is to be accurate, but they have a fairly high confidence in the estimates from 1500 until now. Uh, for instance, they estimate that an 8.8 earthquake struck what we now call Bangladesh in 1762. That another 8.8 earthquake struck in Sumatra in 1833. They estimate that over a 500-year period, from 1500 to 2000, there were 30 earthquakes of 8.5 or greater. But think of this. In this century, only 18 years old, we've already had six of these massive earthquakes. According to their estimates, in the known history of the world, there have only been seven quakes with a magnitude of nine 
or greater. Of those seven, two have occurred in the still young century. Uh, those two earthquakes are especially significant. One of them was the 2004 Indian Ocean quake. Uh, with the tsunami that followed, it killed 228,000 people, making it one of the deadliest events in human history. The quake itself registered 9.2. The 2011 Tokyo earthquake registered 9.1. It also created a devastating tsunami. It increased the Earth's rotational speed and shifted the Earth on its axis by somewhere between 4 and 10 inches. That is incredible. I'm reminded of the warnings from the prophet Isaiah where he wrote, The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard, and shall totter like a hut. Its transgression shall be heavy upon it, and it will fall and not rise again. The scary thing about these two recent superquakes is that they weren't supposed to be possible. Scientists did not think either of those fault systems were capable of producing these massive quakes. That's scary because our building codes are based on these now outdated scientific predictions. For instance, scientists have long said that the southern section of the San Andreas Fault is capable of a 7.8 magnitude quake. Now we know it could be much, much bigger. These are truly amazing days we live in. And indeed, this is yet another sign of the times, just as Jesus said it would happen. And likewise, Jesus said, when you see these things begin to take place, look up for your redemption is near. Folks, we are watching it begin. With that understanding, I've got to ask you this. Have you been forgiven of your sins? Do you know that when you die, you're going to go to heaven? If not, then the Bible tells us we will be judged for our sins and separated from God in e for eternity in a place that the Bible describes as hell. Listen, do you want to know that you are forgiven? This is what you need to do. You need to admit you're a sinner and ask Him to forgive you and repent of your sin. If you want to do that, pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.